It is a green and gold Monday. Good to have you on board today, the Bill Michaels Show. Back in studio, great day yesterday. We'll talk more about that coming up. But did the Green Bay Packers keep the streak alive with um, uh, mediocre play, I guess, might be the best way to put it. Opportunities wasted. Uh, three shots, three drives. All they could muster was three points. Um, a lot of the same stuff reared its ugly head. And uh, here we are today. Not much change. The streak since 1970 remains intact. The Green Bay Packers have not won in Pittsburgh since Bart Starr was under center. And the Pittsburgh Steelers continue to just trudge along, and uh, the Green Bay Packers just seem uh, to not be able to figure it out. And uh, for all of the moral victory talk this morning, which I think at this point in time in this particular jaunt in the season is garbage, and that's loser talk, uh, I don't think it's warranted. And quite frankly, between that and the youth, uh, the excuse of youth, I think is to this point garbage. You're nine games in, for God's sakes. You're nine games in. You're, you know, come on. You're more than halfway through an NFL season. You're making the same mistakes. Yeah, granted, yesterday uh, the penalties were down, only four penalties. Jordan Love showed flashes. But, again, if you're 50% and you're seeing some things and some things you're not seeing and then in your biggest moments you're failing and throwing, you know, bad passes, that whole – Back of the end zone to Christian Watson. That ball comes up short yet again. Three straight weeks in a row. You've got Christian Watson. All you got to do is drop it in the bucket in the back corner of the end zone. And you've got a touchdown, and you just can't do it. You can't do it. You love looked better. That opening drive was sharp. It was crisp. I tweeted it out. Give him credit. But when you need it the most, just not there, man. Not there. Uh, and I'm listening this morning to the argument of a rebuild versus not a rebuild. I don't care anymore. It's all excuses as to why you lose and you don't show tenacity in losing. That's it. This, this is going to be a team that's going to be lucky to win six games. Lucky to win six games. And, you know, what's really funny is you you look at, like, the, the Vikings, Josh Dobbs comes in, doesn't even know who his players are around him and wills his team to a victory. Then in back-to-back weeks, does it again. You know, it, and yet here we are making excuses. Oh, golly gee, oh, they're a learning group. Oh, golly gee, they're, they're the pack. Go, pack, go. Carry to G. Ah, all that crap. It's time to evaluate the talent on the field. I don't think there's a whole lot. I think they're a, a, a tick above. The New England Patriots, their offensive line is okay. Their defensive front is okay. Their, their defense, it's, it's an average team. It's average talent on an average team. I, I, what do you want me to say? We're all, we all want to see the Packers do well. We all want to make excuses. We all want to have hope. We, I, I'm not here to be the bucket of cold water, but I'm, at some point you got to look reality in the face and you go, you know what? When you see other teams play and you see what they do and the way they play, come on. You're not on that same level. 
every now and then the light's going to shine on you, but I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. They came out. They looked pre- pretty strong. And then after that, nothing. You know? So, I, you know, I, all you did was flip-flop halves. You came out. You started strong. That's great. Then you didn't play a full four quarters. Six points in the second half and zero in the fourth quarter with three opportunities to punch it into the end zone. Your red zone offense wasn't good. Bad passes, pressure, whatever. You know, and then you've got veterans making mistakes. How does Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones, if you're listening to the program, how in the hell do you not know to run out of bounds? What a dumbass mistake. So, as much as I want to sit here today and go, golly gee, that was a good first half, and that was great. They started off fast, and okay, give them credit. And the penalties were at a minimum. You know, I can, I can blow sunshine up your skirt. I can do that. No doubt. But if you think anything's going to change over the next three weeks, <laughs> you better hang on to your chin strap. Because I I don't even know what the spreads are going to be, but I'm going to pick against the Green Bay Packers every damn chance I get. Why? Because they haven't proven me wrong. Yeah, I you know, boy. Uh, 877-867-1670. That's the phone number to get a hold of us. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. You can find Wisco Grant right there, at Wisco Grant, producing the program. Uh, Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show. Over on Facebook, same thing. Uh, Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. On YouTube, it's a great way to watch and follow and all that kind of good stuff. Let's go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. And uh, you can also track us down over on Twitch TV. On the Twitch app, on the Kick app, on LinkedIn. We are on LinkedIn now. You can always uh, grab the link off of uh, uh, Twitter as well, or X, and watch the program. Uh, email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. And then you can find us on the website, thebillmichaels.com. The Zone Madison, the Zone Madison. That's the app. And then you can listen to us after the fact on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all that kind of stuff. Grant, uh, you were going to do nothing this weekend. You were going to game. You were going to go going to watch some college and some pros. And how was your weekend? Oh, I had a great weekend. All of our teams lost, and that was that was miserable. Um. Oh, I don't even want to get I, who. You know, you could almost throw a dart at a dartboard, and the dartboard says who sucks more. Yeah. Then you've got the Badgers, the Packers. And the Bucks. Yeah. The Bu- I don't know what the hell's going on with the Bucks, but if if Adrian Griffin doesn't wrap his arms around this team, and I'm talking a lot quicker, they don't even look like they're playing with effort. If he doesn't wrap his arms around this team in the next 10 games, they should get rid of his ass right now because something's innately wrong with that team, man. So I, I, I just I'm not I'm not a fan of that at all right now. They don't even look like they're trying. I'm spiritually putting the Bucks. I'm putting them on the back show. I can't deal with them today. I, we have enough going on with the Badgers and the Packers. I'll, I'll deal with right. them. We're going to talk to Jim Ozarski this week. I, I can't do them today. Uh, the Badger game, this is the first time in the last couple weeks where I've been able to sit down and watch a Badger game with nothing else going on, and right. I switched it off at halftime. I'm like, I'll watch Utah-Washington. I, I, I'll do something more productive because that was – I don't even know what that was. The Packer game yesterday, everything you said was true, Bill. Absolutely lots of frustrating things. There was also, I think, positives and some things that we hadn't seen the last couple weeks. So I yeah. enjoyed that. It was a loss. 
uh, and this team's you know definitely not making some run. But there were some good things that I enjoyed watching yesterday, despite the loss. So that was a little different. What What did you let, let's talk about that? What did you enjoy about yesterday's game? Well, I thought Matt, as a Packers fan, what did you enjoy? Yeah, I thought Matt Lafleur had his best game, if not of the year, in a, in a while. Whatever they did during the week worked. They came out from the jump against a good team, and the scripted plays worked. So that was an yep. awesome sign. That if if nothing else, the coaches and the players are connecting a little bit more. I think Wicks was was really um, promising. He's taking mm-hmm. steps. Dylan looks better. Uh, and and Dobbs had a nice play. In the Dobbs made a couple nice catches. The frustrating part was Christian Watson, but there's other parts of this offense that are working okay right now. So I just I just tried to ignore Watson yesterday and focus. There, on there's the two good things. things I would do today. Two things. I'd walk through the door if I'm Matt Lafleur. I would say. Uh, Josiah Agora, go upstairs and see Brian Gutekinds because you don't have a job. Yeah. I'd get rid of him. If they're going to get rid of Rasul Douglas, get the hell rid of Josiah Agora. Another third-round draft choice that ain't worth crap. He was never that good coming out of Cincinnati other than having good hands. He's not fast. He's not a leaper. He's not a fullback. He's not a tight end. He has no place being in the National Football League. Get rid of his ass now. And Christian Watson, you can go sit as far away from the team right now as you possibly can until you figure out what the hell you are. Are you a receiver or are you a track star? Because if you're a track star, get the hell out of the NFL. You can't catch. You don't have any tenacity to you. You're a great big China doll, lily-ass liver person that has no business playing in the National Football you're not tough at all, and you don't have any ability to get off the line of scrimmage other than your speed. You're a candy ass. Get out of here. Go sit down until you figure out what you want to be. My door's open. Walk through it. Tell me if you want to be a Green Bay Packer or if you want to go over someplace and may play, play the women's roller derby. But get the hell out of here for right now. He's an, he's an idiot, too. I think I'm he fired might, up today. He might get tossed around in women's roller derby. I've been to roller derby he matches. He would. He'd <laughs> take a beat down from some woman named Bruce. Just get his <laughs> ass kicked. He would. He's such a wimp. He's just awful. All he is is fast. No hand. Terrible pick. Another terrible pick. Now, I'm not giving up on Watt because he's in year two. He's played 20 games. DeGuara, you're right. And, and I watched Andy Herman's postgame late last night after after your green and gold postgame show as I was just kind of doing things around the apartment. He asked a good question about DeGuara. What is he? Because if you want him to be a fullback, he stinks at it. So then go bring up your practice squad fullback or get one from around the league. There's a million fullbacks. Nobody has one. If you want a fullback, go get an actual fullback and get rid of DeGuara. That I'm fine with. I- I'm not ready to chase Watson out of town. I-, I We can chase DeGuara. That's fine. Uh, I, yeah, it, it, again, if you're going to get rid of a guy like Rasul Douglas and, and say, you know, Hey, we're doing it for the good of the team. I, then why are you keeping a roster spot for Josiah Aguara? There, there's no use for him. Just, I, you know, if, if I'm going to, if I'm going to use like the fullback mentality, I just, I just run Dylan and, and Aaron Jones at the same time. And you're not going to use him as a tight end. Because he's not better than Musgrave and he's not better than Kraft. So what good is he? Are you using him for a gunner on special teams? Is he that good? Is he that invaluable on special teams that he's he's hanging on to a spot on this roster? I don't understand it. And the whole thing with Christian Watson. Now, it he hasn't necessarily had the best ball thrown to him. I'll, I 100% agree with that. But come on, man. He just... He it's just always out of reach or he's going to end up hurt or, you know, you know, just stop. Uh, He, he needs, he needs to go away and figure out what he wants to be. Uh, I think at some point, if I'm Matt LaFleur, I got to grab a hold of something and and maybe I don't know what he's doing behind closed doors because guys say he gets all fired up, 
But I, some statement needs to be made about at, when we need you the most, you have to be available and you have to be tenacious. You have to have the, the dog in you. And if you don't, then you, what are you doing on a football field? You just you shouldn't be here. So I, I don't know. That's just my, my thought. I just don't think Christian Watson was very good. He, he came into the league with suspect hands, and he's proven to be exactly what he, he was at that time. Well, that's another thing, Bill, and I'm sure at some point today, Brian Gutekunst always comes up. Right, we got to talk about the talent on the field. Two things that, that came to mind yesterday is Brian Gutekunst doesn't draft defenders who can tackle, and he drafts wide receivers that aren't known for catching the ball. He loves his athletes, right? Big, strong, mm-hmm. fast, but they can't tackle and they can't catch, and those are yeah. two very big problems for this team right now. Yep. Uh, and Pac fan says Wicks and Reed need to be the number one and number two. I agree. Romeo Dobbs is your number three. Christian Watson should be cleaning toilets. He can at least clean the toilets around the stadium really fast, but he should be cleaning cleaning to- toilets. And, you know, again, like I said, there was some good stuff out of Jordan Love yesterday. If you follow me on Twitter, you know that I gave him praise because people say I beat on him all the time. I didn't. I gave him a lot of praise yesterday, but there's some some mistakes that are just the same. You see the same. They were talking about it again this morning on uh, Good Morning Football. And the, the, some of the state, some of the mistakes are the same. And for the defenders of Jordan Love, it's oh look, he did great. He did do better in the first half. In the second half, when you needed him the most, he came up short again. It's you got to play four full quarters when you you know. And, and what boggles my mind is, is that how then. If you want to talk about, you got to give them time. You got to let them work it out. You got to give them this. You got to give them. How is C.J. Stroud doing it? How is Dobbs doing it up in Minnesota? How did Joe Burrow do it when he came in and changed an entire organization? How? Why? Because they just got more talent. They are quarterbacks in the National Football League. They're just better. I expected more. We're nine games going on the tenth game of the season, man. And we're talking about the same old crap every week. It's mind-numbing. And it's underthrown, bad thrown, poor thrown, can't hit the corner, can't hit a fade on the outside, can't do it. A lot of good check downs, some good zips over the middle. Man, he threw a couple of passes yesterday that were bullets, and they surprised me a little bit. I even wrote about it. But a lot of this stuff just happens to be the same. And then when you thought, okay, they kind of put it together, you give up that, that drive where they went through you like a hot night through butter early on. The deep, you know, And people talk about the defense. The defense didn't play bad in the second half of this ball game. They did okay for not having your, your middle linebacker, your secondary's completely banged up. You got rid of your best defender. I hate, to, I hate, hate to make excuses for Joe Barry. Hate it. Hate it. Wanted to see him gone last year. Hate it. But the defense isn't giving the game away. If you can't score more than 20 points consistently in the National Football League, you suck. And don't blame it on your defense. It's your offense that sucks. You got guys that can't catch. You got guys that can't block. You got a quarterback that's 50% at best at times. And, and, and play calling when yesterday was on the money. I just think, I'll be honest, if you want to call it a, a spade a spade, if I'm Mark Murphy, I'm calling Brian Gutekinst in right now. I want to see. I want to know your evaluation on all these players because we are not at the same level as the Detroit Lions who are whooping everybody's ass, and they're doing it with a coach that is no bones, man. That guy wants to beat the hell out of everybody and then punch your mama in the face. And you don't have that over here. You've got a milk toast guy that, golly gee, we're going to try hard. and My ass, it's football. So, anyway, whoo, welcome to Monday. Where's the Tylenol? Where's the Tylenol? We're we're getting into the Christmas season. Where's the Tylenol? 
But I, I just, I sit there and I listen to Dan Campbell. I sit there and I listen to Mike Tomlin. And Mike Tomlin's team sucks. They suck. But when they needed to come up big, again, their defense came up big. They got the stop. It, it, it's just, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes I should be, you know, like doing play-by-play of, you know, quilting bees or something, you know, where it just, it's calm and it doesn't fire me up. But sometimes it just, I, I go nuts because I, I look at this team and I'm like, this team just a couple of years ago was up here. I mean, they were right there and they frittered it away. They got conservative. They choked against San Francisco. They just got cowardly against San Francisco. Gutless decisions by the head coach against San Francisco. They were there a couple of years prior to that when they were in the NFC Championship game. They were right there and then adversity punched them in the face and they cowered away. And I've seen it far too often. This team gets punched, and they don't respond. Just bothers me. 877-867-1670. If you got something to say, fire it off to me. Uh, let Grant know you got something to say, and we'll get you on as quick as we can. Otherwise, you can hit us up on Instagram. You can hit us up over on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube, on the live stream. Is what it is, man. Is what it is. I am, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break and maybe go to the bathroom. I have no idea. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends 11 2023 Got to say thanks to our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Holidays are coming. New Year's Eve is coming. They got that rocking New Year's Eve bash down there as well. Go to Pottawatomie Hotel Casino and check out all that they have to offer. Go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. The Rock and Brews is open. Good food. Even the Steakhouse. Always good at the Steakhouse. The 360 bar is uh, is rocking as well. We always throw some music into that uh, that area. And then you've got the gaming, the slots, the bingo is back, the sports book. Just about ready to open. Come March, the big one, the new one, the edition opens. And we want to be a part of that. And then, obviously, there's the hotel. Go to Pottawatomie Hotel Casino, PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. Good to have you back. Um, look, do I think there's some talent on this team? I, I use the word some loosely. Depends on what level of talent you're talking about, Mark. Mark says, uh, do you believe there's talent anywhere on this team? I do believe there's talent. It's to what level the talent you believe you have. Are there game changers on this team? No. No, there's not. 
I like Rashawn Gary. I think he's probably one of their better players. I think of the pro- I think of the proven players. I think of guys that uh, have, have been there, done that. You know, Aaron Jones has been there, done that. I, I Kenny Clark has been there, done that. You know, even Jair. Uh, unfortunately, he just can't stay on the field because of the bad back. You know, and I think Rashawn Gary's been there, done that. Preston Smith has been there, done that. The problem is, is you're not getting that right now. You just you're not getting that, and you you don't have. Did you watch T.J. Watt? There's a perfect example. T.J. Watt is unblocked. Unblocked on one particular play. It's a run run to the left. T.J. Watt comes unblocked and meets Aaron Jones almost at the point of attack at the line of scrimmage. Gets down the line so fast. And what would have been maybe a 10, 15-yard gain, he snags from behind for a two-yard gain. It's something simple like that. Where's that guy? Did you watch Max Crosby last night? That guy's a that guy's a train wreck. Coming off the edge. He is just, if you're not triple teaming this guy, at some point he's going to get to you. You know? All of that stuff. There's just, there's, you know, I go back to a conversation. I'm sitting at, uh, up at uh, Curly's, uh, Curly's Pub when we used to do the postgame show. Myself and Brian Noble and Ron Wolf. And when I was talking to Ron, we were off, off mic, and I was talking to Ron about, you know, drafting guys. And Ron was talking about the immeasurables and the combine and such. And, and him and Brian and I get into this discussion, and I said, you know what? I would take a guy that doesn't run a 4-4 but maybe runs a 4-7 but has the heart of a football player with a lion in him over a guy who's 4-2 with adequate, maybe at best, hands. Because the guy that runs the four seven is going to go get the football for me. The guy that has the adequate hands, he's just a speedster. You know the intangibles. You you got to find lions. You got to find guys that want to be king. You know. Uh, you're right, uh, Jason. Did you see how Devontae went up for the football last night? Damn straight. Fighting one guy off with one hand, catching it with the other, bringing it down, and then still fighting to get yards downfield. Like, he just wasn't going to be denied. I've always said it's kind of like special teams. You either have it in you or you don't. And that's that's the job of management, to find re- the, the guys that have it, the guys that have that that kamikaze mentality. You know? Um you know, Kenny says, if I'm the Packers, there's no point in winning. The problem, Kenny, with that, when you talk about tanking, how do you do that? How, how do you tank? The only way you would do that is if you would say, Jair's back is so bad, I'm going to put him on IR. If you've got a legitimate injury, I'd put him on IR. If, you know, Rashawn Gary's knee keeps swelling up, IR. You know, I mean, th- then you can take away some pieces and still do it under the guise of the health of the player. But you can't ask guys to lose because every player in that locker room is fighting for something. They're either fighting for their next contract, fighting for their job, you know, fighting for another year in the league, whatever. You know, they're fighting for something. It just depends on how big the fight in the dog is. You know, you're right. I, I'll tell you this right now, Dan. I would take an Aaron Campman, a Donald Driver, a Bryce Pop, 
a Mark Tauscher, all those guys. They weren't top athletes, but they had fight, man. I watched Donald Driver take some of the most vicious hits, hang on to the football, get up, do the shimmy shake, drop the football for a first down and go back to the huddle. You know? So it's not that guys aren't trying. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that you look at the you look at the let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Okay, I think this is fair. And there's some people on our stream and on our on our our coverage that are really smart, okay? Let me ask you this. When you look at teams out there, okay? You look at teams. You know who teams are that have fight. The Texans are an up-and-comer. They believe in their quarterback. He has changed that franchise. When Brock Purdy went under center in San Francisco, they already had talent, but they believe in that guy. They have fight. They got talent. Don't get me wrong. When you got Bosa coming off the edge and Debo Samuel and McCaffrey and, I, and Kittle, and I can go through that whole laundry list and Armstead up the gut, I mean, they got, they got, some, they got some talent. They got players, man. Even when finally Doug Peterson came in and wrapped his arms around the Jaguars organization, for as bad as they got beat down yesterday, that team became believers. Mike Tomlin will never allow you not to be a believer. Dobbs comes in. All of a sudden, he's winging it all over the place. And the Vikings went, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. We, we can do this. We're believers. And O'Connell became a believer. He was energized, just like Shanahan in San Francisco got energized when Purdy went in and looked good. They're like, wait a minute, we got a guy. Jared Goff comes in. It took him a little while, but Dan Campbell said, you're not going to quit. I'll lift you up, I'll punch you in the face, and then you're going to get back out on the field because you're not going to quit on me. Not going to happen. That's why we hate Pete Carroll. His teams just keep playing. They keep playing hard. They won again yesterday. They're 6-3. and three. They're not that great of a team. They don't have Legion of Boom. They have none of that, but they, they just don't quit, man. They don't do it. You start to look around the league and you go, okay, who's got it? And you can pick out maybe five, seven, eight teams, nine teams maybe. They got it. Other teams are scrapping for the face. They're trying to figure it out, you know, stuff like that. But last night, man, it, the, the Raiders were not going to be denied. Antonio Pierce, that guy's got it. He may not get the job at the end of the season, but damn, he fired me up last night watching him, watching him and listening to his opening presser saying, look, I grew up in Compton. I was wearing a Raiders hat. I've got that dog mentality. We're going back to that. And he, he made a couple of coaching mistakes during the game because he hasn't done it before. But that guy's got people fired up. You could hear people talk about it. You just find guys, dudes that want to be football players. I don't know. Uh, 877-867-1670. Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to uh, John listening to us in Viroqua. John, how you doing today, man? What's going on? John. Hello. Yeah, go yes, ahead. Sir. Hey, sorry. No, I'm in Virginia. I didn't know if you were talking to me. Or oh, okay. Virginia. Anyways. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought yeah. it said Viroqua. <laughs> No, that's all right, sir. No problem. Hey, I uh, just wanted to, uh, you know, touch on a couple things. Um, I mean, you, I mean, you got to think about this, okay? I mean, I'm not saying we're we're where we need to be by any means, but 
Um, I mean, we're two field goals away from having two wins. And then yesterday, I mean, we got screwed by the refs on that call. That was a clear lateral. Ray Charles could have seen that that was a lateral, okay? The fact mm-hmm. of the matter is, you give, you give us those, three, those two field goals and that lateral, now, now what are we? We're six and three and not three and six. Okay, last year at this time with Aaron Rodgers, we were basically in the same boat, pretty much the same record. All right, we took a bye early, earlier this year than we did last year. We're the same record pretty much at this time last year with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I think that we just got a lot of stuff. I mean, and, and Christian Watson, he's got to go. He's a bust, a complete bust. I mean, the guy's got cinder blocks for hands. The guy can't catch anything. I mean, and, I mean, and how many, I mean, seriously, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe you guys can find a statistic, but how many drop passes these receivers have that hit them right in their hands and they drop them? I mean, there's no way to, there's no way to, to you know, to, to, to quantify that. How do you, how do you judge a quarterback when you got guys getting hit in the hands with the ball and they're dropping? I mean, these guys got 10, 10 inch hands and they're dropping a football. You know what I'm saying? They do this every day. It's like they sit in their house all week and then they come out on Sunday and try to catch a football. I mean, I'm not saying love's perfect by any means. I'm not saying he doesn't need to make better throws sometimes, but some of these balls are right in these guys' hands and they're dropping Jordan Love is uh, the ninth-ranked ninth passer in the league when it comes to drops. He's got 14 drops accredited to his name. That's right, ninth well, overall yeah. in the National Football League. All right, well, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm just saying, okay, maybe I'm – I mean, from watching the games, it seems to me like there's a lot of a lot of balls going in these guys' hands and they're yeah. dropping. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm seeing something different, but – you know, I'm not, I'm not arguing the point, but I'm just saying, I mean, I think there's a lot of things here that you, you can't you can't be a, a, a number one receiver or say you want to be a number one receiver and drop, drop the ball that Christian Watson drops. I mean, come on, you can't do that. You, you just no, I, you I just completely agree that. with you. I 100% agree with you and, and appreciate the phone call. I'm, I'm on the same page with you. I'm just saying, and, and by the way, when I say the ninth most, he's got the ninth most drops to his name. There are... Uh, Sam Howell, Patrick Mahomes, Tua, and Matthew Stafford, and Zach Wilson all have more, one more drop than he does. Kirk Cousins, uh, when he ended up, uh, just before he got hurt, he had the most drops to his name, and he hasn't played in two weeks with 20 drops. 20 drops on the season. But his completion percentage was 69.5%. Jordan Loves is 59.6%. 59.6% overall completion percentage. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. John is out there cruising around. He wants to touch base with us. We got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. Stay tuned. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Yeah, I know, I know. Craig Council's being introduced right now as the Cubs manager. Talking about just adding a kick to the groin on a Monday, in which Monday kind of sucks. He had an embarrassing performance out of the Wisconsin Badgers. Close but no cigar for the uh, Green Bay Packers. The Bucs look like they're still in offseason mode. And now you got Craig Council in a Cubs uniform with that jersey on talking to the media. Uh, you know, it's kind of like just go out and slam your appendage in a car door today, you know? So I don't want to obsess over this press conference. He's a Cub now, so I we don't need to obsess over every word that he says. But at some point during today's show, Bill, I'll put together like – 
three or four of some of the best quotes that I see, and I'll, yeah. I'll give them to you so you can react at some point. All right. I'll look forward to that. Um, look, uh, let me say this, too. I in no way am raining on the parade of many of you Packers fans. I am merely here to tell you what I feel and call it what it is in my eyes. Um, this, uh, I got one of these fan websites that come after me because, oh, he's being too hard on the team. Tell me where. And I always ask that, and nobody ever says, well, I don't know, go pack, go, carry that G. Like, shut up. Call, call things bad when they're bad. And to the level of play that we have become accustomed to and what is expected out of this franchise, what you fear is is a long period of losing. I don't want to say going back to the 70s and 80s. Many of you don't even remember remember that. I'm just simply saying I, I don't want to be the Lions for the you know what the Lions were for the next decade. You know, you can turn a team around relatively quick if you got the right people in place. Bob Harlan did it relatively quick. Put in Ron Wolf, put in Mike Holmgren. Next thing you know, turned it around. Three, four years it took Dan Campbell to wrap his arms around the organization. They got it turned around. Okay? So, you know, look, Joe Burrow comes in, Mike Brown, the long, staunch, staunch patriarch of the Cincinnati Bengals, he steps aside. Katie and, uh, you know, the general manager and that little brain trust begin to take it over. They act, actually treat it like an NFL franchise. Burrow comes in, changes the attitude. They get uh, Jamar Chase. Next thing you know, the defense starts to pick up, and they're good to go. You know, they start to take off. Same thing out in uh, out with the Rams. The Rams were good. Then the Rams were terrible. Bring in Sean McVay. They bring in a couple of good people. They make a trade for Matthew Stafford. They have Whitworth. They had Von Miller. They went ahead and got, got him. They have Aaron Donald. They put some good players on the field. Next thing you know, they're winning a championship. You can turn it around. You can do it within a two- to three-year period. So all is not lost by any stretch of the imagination, right? But it, uh, it's, it now leaves you scratching your head because the question that many of you are asking, and I was saying as well, that at some point you've got to evaluate the talent. You've got to look at the history of the track record of recent draft choices. Are they good? Are they contributing? Are they on the way up? Are they ascending? Or are they just guys? And if you've got a team of just guys, then you started, you, you got to start shedding the just guys. Uh, let's go uh, to John cruising around out there. John, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Oh, pretty good. Just driving around here. Um, there's uh, the other John. I had similar thoughts with the whole play calls. I heard one that I've never heard before. But uh, here's one thing that I thought of. Um, do you think they ever would uh, – this is just an idea if they would bench Jordan love and Watson and give uh Clifford a try and Malik Heath. Um, I, to answer your question, no, I, I, it, unless, and there's an injury to Jordan love or he just looks terrible consistently. No, they're going to give him every opportunity to either improve and gain the confidence of the job or to fail and point them in a different direction. Uh, as much as I know people want to see Sean Clifford, I, I just they've they've got so much invested, not only right now but in the past in that legacy of Jordan Love, that if they give up now, it would be uh, colossally bad. I think you give him the entire season to play it out and see what happens, and if he just isn't any better and making the same mistakes, then I think you have absolutely no choice 
but to find yourself at least competition going into the next season. At, at the very least, you owe it to the franchise to find competition going into the next season. I think it's just the name Clifford. Right. It's just is a cool name. And yeah. he actually was good in the preseason. So. Right, yeah, I agree. I agree. Appreciate it, man. He drops off. You get on board, 877-867-1670. As much as I would, and don't get me wrong, I would love to see just a different look, just to see. But right now, they're going to do anything and everything. There is so much, unfortunately, riding on Jordan Love. Because if they right now made a change and say, you know what, Jordan, same mistake, same stuff. You're nine games in. You've sat behind him for three years. Not going to happen, you know. And we made a mistake. It, it in And if Sean Clifford's not the guy, I mean, at least you know, but – you know, some fans are going to say you didn't give him enough time. Other fans are going to say it's been, you know, too long in the waiting. Other fans are going to say he was never the guy. I don't know why you even drafted him to begin with. It'll cast a really negative light on Brian Gutekunst and his drafting capability. I mean, just there's so much tied to this that they're going to give him every opportunity to work it out. Every opportunity to work it out. 877-867-1670. Uh, hit us up again. 877 867 1670 and uh, to everybody over in the live stream man good stuff uh marv says love are going to be will be the quarterback next year as well they will give him the year to figure it out and then next year say now prove it i i don't know marv i don't know man i think if you go into next season and you have not seen a good amount of improvement out of out of him as a player in this offense i don't know if you can I don't know if you can. I think you have to take it. If you are high up in the draft, I think whatever comes to you, you have to take. If it's a quarterback, you got to take him. You know, you got to take him. I have, like I said, yesterday I saw Love come out and he looked sharp. And I thought, wow, okay, something, something this week started to click. You know, I know there was this concentration on, you know, the defensive backs or, or, excuse me, the wide receivers coming back for the football and being tenacious and fighting for things. And, you know, I, I, I appreciated that. I'm like, okay, wow. And then it just kind of slowly drifted back into what it is we've seen. And then when the chips are down, you can always go, here we go. Here we go. Here come the Packers. Too little, too late, but here come the Packers. You know, and before we had a caller that said, wow, they're only a couple of scores away from, you know, having two or three more wins. Well, they're only a couple of scores away from having one win. When you think about it, they got their ass handed to them by by the New Orleans Saints. And had it not been for Rashawn Gary taking Derek Carr out of the game, they may not even win that game. They did what they needed to do to win, give them credit for it. But if Derek Carr doesn't go down, do you think they win that game? Right? And then last week against the Rams, St. Matthew Stafford's playing. You know, I mean, again, you can play ifs and buts. You win the game, you win the game. It's a W. I don't care how you get there. But, again, how you get from point A to point B, again, the Pittsburgh Steelers get outgained and win a game because they just do things at the right time. And had that ball not been underthrown in the corner of the end zone to Christian Watson again, it doesn't get tipped, it doesn't get picked, and maybe they score. Just 
you know. Skinny from Madison says San Francisco kept Lance two years. He didn't play for two years, though, Skinny. Remember that. He had a little bit of time to show his wares, and that was the end of it. And they went, we've seen enough. They pulled the plug on that. He didn't start for two years. No, he did not. He started, got hurt, then nada. That was it. Couldn't win the job back. He was there for a year when he became the starter, and then after that he got hurt. So it just, look, you can say what you want. If you want to hang on to Jordan Love for another year and say that that guy's going to get better and he's going to lead us, maybe he will. I wish you nothing but the best. I'm going to hold on to my opinion, and I'm going to sit here with my arms folded. I'm going to say, son, show me something different. Show me something that is, quote, complete. Don't give me a couple of good throws and a couple of zingers, and everybody's going to go, oh, my God, this is great, because those are the reasons, those are the flashes that made them believe. That made them believe. That said, okay, this guy's got something. But once you find out that that's all that guy got, do. New. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors, they got something. Yes, they do. They've got high end. Nothing changes with Pella. It's always high quality. It's always good. They've got something for everybody's budget. And we know that the cold winds are eventually going to start howling, even though this week's going to be really nice. But eventually it's going to get here. Call Pella, 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI or go to PellaWI.com. Whether it's the vinyl or the impervia or the wood windows and all the different uh, styles and lines, they have something for everybody, for everybody's budget. It adds value to your home, security to your home, and it just makes everything more economical inside. It's just they're just great windows, great window, free in-home consultation for guys' sakes, free. You know, it doesn't even cost you a cup of coffee. Free. Just call them. Say, hey, I want to get this taken a look at, and if uh, if they can help you out, they'll help you out. And if you say you can't, you can't. Nothing wrong in that. No harm. No harm. No foul. Get a hold of our friends at Pella. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Or call them 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. More of the Bill Michael Show. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Welcome back. Good to have you. Green and Gold Monday, and I know Craig Council's uh, 
donning a Cubs jersey. That's painful. I get it. I get it. Uh, we can get into that probably a little bit later on in the program, but uh, talking about that Packers loss yesterday. And look, I, Mark says, you're being far too harsh on my Green Bay Packers. I'll be a fan forever. Green and gold till I'm dead and cold. What the hell does that mean? You accept mediocrity? You accept sub-mediocrity? What? I, I'm Look, I'm a fan of the uh, team as well. I'm not going to sit here and tell you things are rosy. Go go look through your green and gold glasses when you, you're not even going to sniff the postseason unless you are just happy as hell, like a pig in his own crap, sitting down every Sunday, kicking out your recliner, putting your big fat ass in it, putting some wings next to you and your beer next to you, and you just be like, ah, football. And you don't get wound up over anything. You just sit there. You fart in your chair once or twice. You kick your legs up. And you just, by halftime, and you don't give a damn what the outcome is. Then you're okay. Live your, kudos to you. Live your life. You are anxiety free. But, no. We don't live in a participation trophy society when it comes to a Lombardi trophy. You got to earn that. Right now, they ain't doing it. Not even close. Not even sniffing it. Can't even smell it. One hour down. Oh, it's a feisty day today on a Monday. Uh, Skittleish says uh, it's the process. Yeah. Yeah. So is gastrointestinal dysfunction. It's a process. Called a process of elimination. Got to say thanks to our friends on this Veterans Day weekend at Burn Pit Barbecue. They are a veteran-owned business right here in the state of Wisconsin. Fantastic guys. Great guys. Ben and Greg are awesome. And they're right here. And they started it right here. Go to BurnPitBBQ.com for some great gift ideas. That is BurnPitBBQ.com. One hour down. Three more of this to go. More of the Bill Michael Show next. 